Hello, this is Nikda from Newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Tuesday, the 4th of February. With just three days left for the Delhi Assembly polls, Aam Aadmi Party finally released its election manifesto today. The party said its vision is to make every family prosperous. The manifesto promised doorstep delivery of Russian free pilgrimage to 10 lakh senior citizens and also talked of running a pilot project under which markets will be kept open 24/7. Among the highlights was the party's offer of rupees 1 crore compensation to the kin of sanitation workers if they die on duty. It also promised to implement the Jan Lokpal bill and push for Delhi's full statehood. The party's most notable promise was to introduce a Desh Bhakti curriculum in schools to inculcate the values of nationalism and respect for the armed forces amongst children. The Congress had released its manifesto for Delhi polls on Sunday, promising an unemployment allowance of rupees five thousand to seven thousand five hundred per month and cashback schemes for water and power consumers. The BJP was the first to release its manifesto or sankalp patra on Friday last week. It promised flour at two rupees per kilo for the poor, cycles and scooties for girl students, as well as a ten percent increase in health and education budget annually. The BJP said it would focus on women empowerment, traders, infrastructure development, and housing for all by 2022. Delhi's BJP chief Manoj Tiwari said the Aam Aadmi Party's government subsidy schemes for electricity and water will be continued by his party if it is voted to power. Talking of Manoj Tiwari, have you guys seen our recent interview with him? We went to his office, and boy, is he popular! He told us that he keeps the gates to his house open, and as many as eight hundred people visit him daily. He had a candid chat with Abhinandan about his career as a musician and actor in Bhojpuri cinema, his accidental entry into politics, and a lot more. Do watch his interview on Newslaundry.com. And before you curse me for not telling you in advance, the interview is only available to News Laundry subscribers because we are an independent news organization. We do not make any money from ads. We are completely dependent on people who believe that news should be free of any hidden agendas. People who realize how important it is to pay for quality content. If you are one of those people, please become a member of News Laundry. Go to www.newslaundry.com and click on the subscribe button on the top right corner of the website. You'll get access to a ton of other fun interviews and podcasts. Meanwhile, as the polling day comes closer, the tutu meme between political parties has reached a fever pitch in Delhi. Uttar Pradesh Chief Minister Yogi Adityanath is going strong with his problematic speeches for the BJP's election campaign in Delhi. At a rally today, Yogi said that after Arvind Kejriwal, Asaduddin Owaisi would also chant Hanuman Chalisa. Making a jibe at Kejriwal, he said, and I quote: "On one hand, you go and have biryani at Shahin Bagh, and on the other, you recite Hanuman Chalisa." Unquote. Yesterday, Arvind Kejriwal had chanted the Hanuman Chalisa during an event, saying that he did not require BJP's endorsement of his Hinduism. During his speech a day ago, the Uttar Pradesh Chief Minister had said that Kejriwal has become a toy in the hands of anti-social and anti-India elements, especially Pakistan. Somebody even counted the number of times he mentioned India's Jani Dushman. Apparently, Yogi said Pakistan eight times within 48 seconds in his speech yesterday. In response to the BJP's attack against him, Arvind Kejriwal has challenged the BJP to name its chief ministerial candidate. He said that he was ready for a debate with anyone. 
He gave the BJP a 1 p.m. deadline. He said that BJP's Amit Shah is demanding a blank check from the people of Delhi by not declaring the name of the party's chief ministerial candidate. Listeners, our reporters are all over Delhi to bring you the latest updates about the upcoming elections. Do check out all their ground reports on newslaundry.com. Policeman in Karnataka's Bidar questioned students at Shaheen School for the fourth time yesterday about a play that they performed. The play, which took a critical stand against the CAA, featured students from class 4, 5 and 6. The police have filed charges like sedition and promoting enmity on the grounds of religion against the school. According to the Hindu, four policemen and two members of the Child Welfare Commission went to the school on Monday morning and began questioning the staff. When the deputy superintendent of police joined them at around 12:30 p.m., students were also questioned. The students, not all of whom were a part of the play, were reportedly questioned for 2 hours. They were asked questions like who wrote the play, who helped them rehearse, and who taught them the lines. Last week, the headmistress and a student's mother were arrested in the case. In a written reply to a question in the Lok Sabha, the Home Ministry said that the government has not taken any decision so far to prepare for a country-wide National Register of Citizens or NRC. This is the first official response from the Home Ministry over the question. The opposition and even some allies of the BJP have been expressing their dissent against the proposed pan-India NRC process. The confusion actually arose after Union Home Minister Amit Shah made contradictory statements about the NRC and the CAA. First he said that the center will implement the CAA and NRC in a chronological order. Later he said that the CAA has nothing to do with the NRC. The Prime Minister too had made similar statements. The death toll in China's coronavirus outbreak has gone up to 425 with 64 deaths on Monday alone. Chinese health authorities said today that 3235 new confirmed cases have been reported, taking the total number of those infected with the deadly disease to 20438. The 64 people who died yesterday were all from Hubei province, the epicenter of the outbreak. Russia, which shares a 4300 kilometer long border with China, has reported two cases of the flu-like virus far from the capital of Moscow, both involving Chinese nationals. Thailand has confirmed 6 new cases and Malaysia confirmed its first citizen to be infected with the virus. Taiwan has barred entry to foreign nationals travelling from China. Meanwhile, the Air India crew on board the two special flights that evacuated more than 600 Indians from Wuhan have been sent on a week-long leave. The third case of the novel coronavirus in India was confirmed in Kerala. The government declared it a state calamity yesterday. Nearly 2000 people are under observation across the state and people with travel history from China are under watch across the country including Delhi and Mumbai. India has meanwhile tightened visa rules by cancelling the existing visas for Chinese and foreigners who visited the country in the last 2 weeks. Now for some homegrown stuff from newslaundry.com. Several newspapers across the country are gasping for breath. shrinking readership and ad revenues rising costs waning credibility and an onslaught of digital and social media have taken a huge toll on their financial health recently published data collected by the indian readership survey shows that their future is pretty bleak do read antoti joseph's eye opening report on the slow but imminent death of india's newspaper industry on our website www.newslaundry.com 
That's all for today. Have a great day or a good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.